Hey friends, this is Fun Therapy, and my name is Mike Foster, and together we're going to dive into the messy and the brutal, but oh-so-beautiful parts of our not-so-perfect stories, and we're going to do it with a smile. I know it's easy to build walls around our heart. It's easy to give up on our dreams. It's easy to play small and not stand out. The truth is, this will keep you safe. Yes, and protected. Yes, you'll be protected and safe, but you will rob yourself of living a life of rich meaning and purpose. A life of vulnerability and authenticity and powerful impact. So today, friends, let's move beyond our hurts and into the fullness of life. My name is Mike Foster. And this is Fun Therapy. So the third Monday in January is known as Blue Monday. It's a mathematical equation that says that this day, the third Monday in January is the most depressing day of the year. The formula computes a a bunch of different factors like the weather, debt level, you know, that Christmas shopping credit card bills that are now arriving in the mail. This is also about the time we fail our New Year's resolutions and feel like complete and utter disasters when it comes to goal setting and resolutions. And maybe some of you are feeling that right now. You're feeling blue. You're feeling down. Perhaps you're discouraged. And that's why I love this conversation that I had with my good friend Bob Goff out at his new retreat center called The Oaks. It's going to be so encouraging to you. It's going to motivate you to continue to pursue the dreams that are deep within your heart to pursue the things that you really want in life. I'm so excited for you to hear from Bob today. But before we get there, first a couple quick items. I've got several events coming up in the next month, and I would love to meet you and see you. Uh, This Sunday, I'm going to be hanging and sharing with my friends at the church at Rancho Bernardo. I'll be speaking at all the services. I'll be speaking at the Think Better, Live Better conference coming up in a couple weeks. Also doing a date night event with my friends at Thrivent. It's going to be uh, dinner and music, and then I will be presenting and speaking with my friend Kate Warman, who's a relationship expert. Also being uh, speaking in Kansas City and in Phoenix, Arizona this month on relationships and marriage and all that fun stuff. Also, next week is the Strongest Workshop. I can't believe it. It's finally here. I can't wait to see you if you're coming. And hopefully, maybe if you're not coming to Strongest, I'll see you at one of the other events. By the way, all my speaking inquiry stuff is at my website at mikefoster.tv forward slash speaking. And also, I'll be posting my schedule there. Also, don't forget about my brain detox guide and the guided meditation bundle. All of this, again, at my website at mikefoster.tv. 
Also, uh, if you don't mind, take a moment and share this episode with a friend. Hey, we're talking with the amazing Bob Goff, and this is an incredible conversation. Just right now, take a screenshot of your uh, screen, tag me in it so I can reshare it, uh, tag Bob in it. Uh, and by the way, I'm my hashtag is MikeFoster2000. My username is MikeFoster2000. You can hashtag fun therapy or whatever you want to do. But let's get to Bob. Bob Goff is one in a billion. No one like him. I'm honored to call him a friend and a mentor in my own life. Bob and I taught a class for a couple of years together at Point Loma University, which was just a total blast. He uh, has influenced my life in, in such a significant way. He's uh, the creator of the Dream Big Workshop. He is the author of the New York Times bestselling books, Love Does, and Everybody Always. Uh, we recorded this episode on one of the patios, beautiful patios at Bob's brand new retreat center called The Oaks here in San Diego. It's a beautiful place, beautiful rooms. His wife, Maria, is adding all these beautiful touches to it. And you definitely should check it out. I'll, I'll put the links and all everything uh, at the end of the episode and also in the show notes. This is just honestly two friends sitting down and talking about pursuing our passions, how to make dreams a reality, and how important your life really is. And now this encouraging, insightful, perfect for the new year episode of Fun Therapy with my friend Bob Goff. Yeah, here I am. Yep, here, there you are. That's the thing about people. Everybody's somewhere. Everybody's somewhere. <laughs> and do you like where you are today? Let's see. Uh, where I am today, I think of the who am I, where am I, what do I want? So the where am I um, is not only a geography. We're sitting in a beautiful setting and looking out over oak trees, which is really delightful. Um, but where I am is finishing a very, very busy uh, time uh, involving airplanes and uh and now i've just been home it's been delightful i've just been here where uh you and i were moving some dirt we're yes, we were. digging part of a lake. first time in a big tractor uh, for me yeah, yeah so where i am is like that feeds my curiosity and mm. my joy and my wonder about things what's uh for you what is what is the best place that you can be on planet earth like when you think about location the, yeah you know it would be like uh, you and everybody else would uh, say it's where the people that you love the most are. Mm. So I could be in a parking lot at Kmart, <laughs> happy as a duck, if I was surrounded with people and having meaningful conversations. Uh, and that would have very little to do with the weather. Uh, pretty much if you can get it on your iPhone, I don't want to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> what do you like to talk about? I would rather talk about what people are imagining and dreaming for their lives, what their steps are to get there hmm. and what's their next courageous move. What would take uh, a huge leap of faith to get to? What do they think would be uh, seem impossible, but you could actually try. And then hmm. I, I would want to like make a call or give a shove or whatever yeah. would help them get in that direction. What do you think people, uh, cause that is such, that is the best conversation, isn't it? But I, I think a lot of people don't get a chance to actually have those conversations with people. Well, I think the, uh, uh, what we're being is uh, very polite. Um, 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, and boy, good on you if you're polite to people. <laughs> good <laughs> Bravo. on you. Because <laughs> uh, that's a really nice thing to do. But we carry that politeness uh, and uh, forward and we miss the opportunity to dig a little bit deeper, yeah. right? Because uh, you know how the controls, you figure it out an excavator in about five minutes. Like you're just like, this is up, this is down. And it was, I, I felt like thing. I could then do it for the rest of the week. Yeah, so what if you uh, let people know it's that easy? Now it mm. looks a little daunting when you p- pull up to this machine that's yes. two stories tall. Yep. And uh, with the arm stretched out, it's 130 feet long. I would have thought that you'd have to have like a specific certification to run a machine like that. Yeah, That's what I would have thought. Maybe you do. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, sue me. So one of the things that uh, you learn is that some of these big dreams that you have, these ambitions, are actually just three or four moves away. Hmm. This is up, down, and out. (laughs) This is how you do it. And I think they teach you that even when you're learning how to skydive. Those are the three instructions, up, down, out. Yes. <laughs> the up gets you ready, the down gets you loaded, and the out, well, you know what that does. <laughs> yeah. And so there's something about that just uh, instead of making it very complicated, if you're listening and you have an ambition, uh, don't do it because it's a new year's resolution. Do it because you're loaded with resolve. Mm-hmm. You wonder what it'll look like, and you have overcome the fear of how ridiculous you'll look if you fail. Yeah. So who who over the years are... are helped you pursue your dreams? I think it's been a a community project. Mm. (laughs) I think everybody's had some skin in the game. You've had some skin in the game. Uh, We've gotten into some mischief together. That would be co-conspirators, right? And conspiracies have really gotten a bad rap these days. Do you know the word conspire just means to breathe? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. A, A conspiracy is just two people taking a breath. It, it just isn't supposed to be Trump and Putin. <laughs> so, but but just to breathe together, find yeah. a couple people that you want to breathe. We breathe together. Uh, we breathe into some people, some students in a yeah. class. We've uh, gone through some difficult times. We've had some things where we were thinking different things, and but we've like navigated all that. Yeah. Uh, and it, uh, if you love people well, and you do, you make it look effortless. And even though it actually takes a tremendous amount of effort. Hmm. And so sometimes we can be faked into thinking it's going to be easy. Uh, and don't confuse easy with, uh, uh, with simple. Hmm. Because what I don't want is something that is a real easy faith. I want a simple faith. I don't yeah. want an easy win. I want a, the simplest step forward. Yes. What's the next simple step forward? And those are the people that have inspired me the most. They mm. made it r- simple for me. Well, I know just for me personally, Bob, you, you, your investment in me personally and who I am as a as a man and individual and a leader. What, I don't even know if I consider myself a leader. I'm just a guy talking. But the, the idea of your just planting seeds of encouragement and hope and helping me take the next move. Like this is, this is something that just overflows out of you. It's, it's not just a concept. I really think it's like a way of life for you, isn't it? Well, I think uh, uh, the life I want to lead is one that's very engaged. Hmm. super purposeful and it can come across like a seven can come across as very yippy skippy and like whatever Hmm. let's just jump out in squirrel suits but uh the hallmark of a a seven would really be somebody who has a ton of intentionality and strategy behind that it reads 
like just fun and goofball, but what it is is super personal purposeful like yeah. there's nine things i decided not to do so you and i could be together because i value this way more do you do you think people and i totally agree with you and just knowing you over the years you are one of the most strategic people i have ever seen just do, and in the most unassuming fun way but strategic like killer strategy is that crazy though but people that don't know me would see they just see you ricocheting all right. things and like whatever we're in san quentin tomorrow <laughs> hey why not I teach right? a class there you can go in the easy way or the hard way the easy way <laughs> knock off a liquor store but the hard ways get permission uh to teach a class at san quentin in the Warden is a great guy, as is everyone I've met there, mm. as are my classmates. Mm. And I say my classmates because I haven't taught them a thing. <laughs> I go to learn every yeah. time, and I learn so much. Now, that could seem really random unless you uh, look at these difficult commands of Scripture, which is not for everybody, but it's actually something that has been super uh important to me hmm. and Matthew 25 is hungry people thirsty people sick people strange people naked people and people in jail and it's hard to find naked people <laughs> you know when you found them though um, but finding some people that are in prison and they just have a friend that comes but then instead of just talking about like how long are you in for to say I don't know what are you into like yeah. what is it that lights you up even in a six by nine foot cell Hmm. What are you dreaming about? And everybody's got something, I would imagine. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. They have all these interests. It's it's really beautiful. And most of them aren't thinking about a jailbreak <laughs> <laughs> for a host of reasons. Uh, one of the, I think I told you this. There was another friend of mine, uh, Mike McDonald, yeah. that you know. And we got to the entrance to San Quentin, and he realized he'd forgotten his identification uh -oh. in the car. And so he turned around, and he started running away to back to the car, oh, you cannot run away from a prison. <laughs> you can run towards it if you want, but do not run away. Oh They're shouting at the bullhorns. They're like, stop. Oh so my. I think the key to figuring out like kind of where you are would lie also in figuring out, are you running away from something? Hmm. What is it that you're running towards? What are you running away from? Hmm. And if you figure that one out, man, now you got a ball game. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of introspection. And so uh, however it is that God wired you, I just take some time to reflect. That's why so many people love your podcast because it causes them to reflect on some things. Mm. Well, as you look at your own story and just over the years, has there has there been things that you wanted to run away from? Oh, tons of things. And one of the things that um, I believed is uh, these uh, kind of misunderstandings of me. Mm. So they saw uh, really hyper uh, involved Bobby Goff, and they thought I had, you know, all these learning disabilities. What I so actually, this is as a, as a young kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what they actually that was just a lot of engagement. Hmm. It was just moving in a lot of directions at once. Yeah. <laughs> so part of that is to just give people a little time to grow into themselves. And so it's hard for me to be patient with other people, but I'm trying to practice that. I just assume that there's more going on if somebody's on edge mm. than would appear uh, at first. Uh, and so to just be a little bit more gracious and take a breath and yeah. not say something snarky, that's one thing that I'm trying to run away from because I have a fast tongue. Like I can say, oh, if you read the bubbles, what was said <laughs> like above my head in the bubbles versus what I say, uh, there is a huge filter oh going on. And so I would just say that would be a great thing to reflect on and to say, 
what are the bubbles going on over here? What is, what's the tech saying? And then what are you saying? The yeah. problem is when some people are saying what the bubble's saying. Yeah. <laughs> you actually need to do a little bit of editing. Yeah. Is the, I, I imagine just, yeah, you as a kid and, and the energy and just the creativity and all the, Again, the, it's very strategic in my mind as I look at you. As you th you're just thinking about a lot of things, and you have high capacity for doing a lot of things. I think that a lot of a lot of people would misunderstand or not comprehend because maybe they're doing they're thinking about less things, less projects, less interests, less curiosities. Yeah. Or it's not a, it's not a bad thing. They'll think and they use these terms now like branding and that's mm. what actually cowboys do to cattle yeah <laughs> you don't need to have one of those but if, if that's your if that blows your hair back then go for it yeah. but for me there's 16 things i do i say this because i know i've done the exercise i told you about it i i took a foam core i said what is it that i'm doing and why mm. and I, there's 16 things i'm doing and i'm crystal clear about why i'm doing each one of those it's when you couldn't say what what you're doing or why that it gives you this feeling of either a self abandonment, no mm. one else abandoned you. You just weren't worth where your feet are anymore. You were just everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Mm. So what I try to do with everything that um, I'm up to, I say, does this serve one of these 16 things I'm doing? Mm. So, so tell me a couple of things that are on that, your list right now. Well, we're sitting out uh, at this camp we bought. <laughs> Great view, by the way. Which is ridiculous. When I'm laughing about it, as we're sitting here on the porch, there's an airplane that's been circling, yes. trying to land. There's a little runway over on the side, and he's a little freaked out because he wants to land it, but there's not enough runway to land. He doesn't know that uh, yet. He suspects that's true. If you if you see him try to touch <laughs> that thing down, we will see him later. He'll be okay, but the plane won't. Um, <laughs> he doesn't have as much runway as he needs. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that'll preach. That's what I found myself thinking. You go huh. like, I'm 60, I'll be 61. And I go like, I don't know how much runway I have, but I, I have enough right now to land a couple things. Hmm. And so I want to get busy. Yeah. I, I just want to feel like I'm burning daylight. So this retreat center is one of those, one of your this, boxes. I just want people to get better. Yeah. Have a place where they can just get authentic and deal with their stuff. I'm yeah. trying not to cuss. <laughs> I'll do the laundry. You deal with your stuff. Um, and then the, uh, uh, one of the other boxes is, uh, my family and friends. Mm. Like that's a really big box for me. And sometimes in the busyness of trying to make either career work or, uh, an adventure that you have work, you could forget some of the people that mm. you actually, uh, are, uh, so important to you in your life. And so I'm pretty intentional about staying in touch with my friends. Mm. Do you have a friend that ever calls you just when they need something from you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nope. We won't say names, No. but, but like everybody listening, whoever just popped into your mind, don't be that person. Yeah. Yeah. But you can learn from that person. They don't mean bad. They're just working on their people skills yes. a little bit. Well, you work on yours a little bit faster. And we'll be right back with more from Bob Goff. First, I want to let you know about my audio bundle of seven guided meditations there for the morning time or nighttime. They're a great way to start your day or end your day. The seven-day anti-anxiety meditation series includes audio meditations designed just to help you reduce stress in your life, to help you sleep better 
and to eliminate tension in your body to help you feel more connected and grounded in your day. These are scientifically proven to lower anxiety and improve sleep by relaxing the body. The guided meditations will help you release stress and just feel calmer. And they're they're short. They're about seven to eight minutes long. So you can do them really quickly and in the car. And it's just a, a great self-care practice. Again, there's seven audio meditations. Uh, there's one, a guided meditation to help you show love to the hurting parts of you. There's a body scan meditation that will help you identify any tension or stress um, that is held in the body. And there's a, a guided meditation to help you focus on gratitude and the things that you are thankful for in your life. Right now, they're $14.99 at my website. You can just go to mikefoster.tv forward slash shop to download the seven-day anti-anxiety meditation series. And now, back to my interview and conversation with Bob Goff. Um, if you have clarity on what are the things that are important to you, if you don't want to have 16 things, it's not a good or bad thing. Just go tic-tac-toe on it. You'll have nine. <laughs> Just say like, okay, these are the nine things yeah. that are most important to me. It isn't figuring out the nine things. It'll be making the transitions between one thing and the next thing that's difficult. Mm. So if you've ever come home from work and you're a little bit out of shape or exhausted or whatever you're feeling, making the transition to the next square, which is your family and all that. And so when you're, uh, do you drive a sticker automatic? Uh, well, I drive an automatic, but I, I have, I had a truck, my very first car that was a stick. Yeah. So, so those are actually, for those that have uh, never driven a stick before, there's a clutch. It's the yeah. third pedal. Yeah. And so it's actually kind of like the third rail <clears throat> in the uh, subway is like actually a dangerous thing. The third pedal in a car is actually your friend. It's yeah. the clutch. That's how you transition from one thing to the next thing. Mm. So I wouldn't work on your things. It's easy to figure out what those are. I would just work on your clutch work. Yeah, <laughs> and because if you don't get that clutch right, you can stall the engine. Yeah, it's not only stall the engine or grind some gears. Grind Either some end gears, of that, yes. or yeah, and those gears are your friends. Those are your relationships yes. you're here grinding right now. Yes. Um, and so to just know when to put in the clutch, and that's the time of getting a little bit of rest. Mm. You could think of putting in the clutch as a time of reflection and saying, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I value what I value? What is I'm running for? What is am I running away from? Those kinds of things. I wouldn't get us stuck in an eddy of self-reflection, but putting in the clutch is good. Uh, I had a friend who taught me how to uh, drive his Model A, and you actually had to double clutch. You put in the clutch once, that kind of slows the gears down. Then you put it in the second time when you want to change it. Oh, interesting. And so for some people, if you're having difficulty in transitioning from one important thing in your life to the next, double clutch. Mm, I love that. <laughs> I think there's just something good. It's like building in that page return. It's a page break. It's a, it's a time to transition. You could do that on a drive home unless the traffic gets you on edge. Then I'd find like either get a puppy or buy a duck or do something, but figure out a way to double clutch. <laughs> this is an intervention, people. You just said buy a duck. You can. Metzger Farms, you can get it for like three bucks. They'll deliver. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. Okay. So this is, this is fun therapy. And so I, I ask everybody this question, Bob. So I can't let you... I can't, I have to ask Bob this question and it's actually, I'm asking you two questions cause I'm really, I'm actually interested in both the, the answers. Number one, 
Like, what is your biggest challenge right now that you're navigating, trying to figure out, uh, you know, personal, family, whatever, just like the thing that you're, you're going like, I, I'm not sure I've got, got an answer for that one just yet. And then, well, let me ask you that question first, and then I'll ask you the second question. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. It's landing, it's landing the plane. Hmm. The, this plane that we've been talking about has been circling the entire time we've been talking. At some point, he's either going to run out of grass or crack, gas yeah. and crash that thing, or he's going to get it on the ground. And so what my uh, current thinking is I've got a certain period of time left. I don't know what that is. But to just uh, make wise decisions within that, mm. the challenge is I'm so energized by so many things. Uh, I don't have a bucket list. Like uh, I could put in a bucket the three things I don't want to do. Yeah. Like I really, the challenge is sorting out among them what is going to make the greatest impact? What's going to move the needle in people's lives? Uh, and not the lives of everybody else, but the people closest to me. And so a lot of the things that are opportunities to me take me further away. Mm. So what I'm trying to do is move those a little closer to him. Mm. Hence, we're sitting at a camp in San Diego. Yeah. And I don't know how to make a pronto pup or mow the lawn here, um, but I'm going to learn. Yeah. And so you can actually navigate yourself back home. You can mm. just start moving the center of gravity away from something that's taking you elsewhere and moving it back. And so that's the challenge for me. Even this morning, we were looking at the calendar squares for 2020 and they're all full. Mm. And it was like, it was, uh, it wasn't depressing. It was, um, it was looking at those with anticipation, like, wow, that's gonna be terrific. But it felt like the spontaneity, like, dissipated because I looked at what I never look at. Mm. Uh, you know that the friends that help me only tell me what I'm doing today, tomorrow, and the next day. And I've been living that way for years. I made the mistake of walking in the room that actually has all the squares for one entire year, yeah. and they're all full. Yeah. I am not kidding. There are zero squares wow. that are not full. And I'm like, gosh, that's kind of bummed me out on December, whatever it is. I'm like, oh, shoot. So. Uh, within that, I want to still land the plane. I'm not just going to circle the field like this guy yeah. is. <laughs> He's still going, by the He's way. He's still going. He's still going. So, so yeah, that, I mean, that's, so how do you, so that particular challenge of just um, every box filled right now, like how would you approach that for your life as you go, okay, I'm going into 2020. What, what needs to happen for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking back at my 16 things. And I want to, first, I'm going to check those boxes against my 16 things. Is there anything in there that isn't part of my 16? Because mm. uh, if it if it is, then I just need to uh, politely uh, change that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how to, what it is yet, but as soon as I identify it. Do you have a suspicion that there might be a few things like that on the I calendar? I think I'm pretty good at vetting the stuff that comes through the door. That's a little bit unsettling to me. Because mm. uh, uh, what I want to do is be right here. Um, and so my second thought is, can I do two things at once? Um, because oftentimes you can, uh, instead of setting up, like I don't, uh, have meetings with people. I just tell friends where I'll be. And yep. then we, uh, intersect each other's arc of travel. Hmm. Um, and so, uh, maybe I can bring one of those people along with me and I could free up a box, say, come, I'll buy the ticket. Just come. <laughs> We're going to Cleveland. Evidently. <laughs> <laughs> Come on Going along. To Cleveland in January. You got the middle seat. 
<laughs> Let's go. But that actually thinking creatively yeah. to say like, uh, I don't have time to visit with my uh, friends I work with. So I'm just bringing them all to San Quentin with me tomorrow. Mm. So I said, I've just bought a bunch of uh, Southwest Airlines tickets and we'll spend the day and we'll and make it a work day, except when we're teaching the class and then we'll come back. It'll be great for them so too. So smart. I mean, just to, it, really what you're saying is like, okay, here's, here's a reality of my life and my schedule and my year. I, I'm going to have to look at it from, from all the different angles of how to creatively either make it more fun or more spontaneous or more aligned with my boxes. I mean, just because something is what it is, doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only thing about that. Yes. And then not, uh, getting duped by this drug of busyness mm. that uh, that somehow when you're busy, it feels purposeful. Sometimes busy is just busy. Um, and so you could just vet those things a little bit to say, hey, is that serving the greater purposes that I have for my family and friends and all that? I certainly want the ventures that I try to work. Uh, but you know what? I think the sun's going to rise in the morning either way, mm. <laughs> whether they work or not. And so I would uh, categorize of the many things that have your interest, which is which are the ones that are trending towards the top? Mm. Um, not necessarily the loudest thing in your life, but say, what would be the truest thing in my life? Sometimes what we do is tend to the loudest thing, but say, what would be the truest thing? And what would be the next small move in that direction? That's so, that's so good. And we're all amateurs at this. Uh, that's the crazy part. There's some people that make it sound like they went pro, but they didn't. <laughs> It's so true. That is so true. Okay, so so the cha the current challenge would be schedule a lot of boxes filled in 2020 and figuring out how to a lot of the calendar boxes are filled and how to get closer back closer back to home. Yeah, and then perhaps what we can do is be practice our authenticity with one another uh, and with ourselves. Hmm. Just instead of talking about the person you wish you were just uh, with your first question, like, where are you? What a great question to ask, to just mm -hmm. do a little self-reflection to say, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling stressed yeah. out, I'm feeling whatever it is that you're feeling at the time, and then just to pull on the thread a little bit, say, where did that come from? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you're feeling tired, say like, why? And then you could probably figure out why you're tired and say, well, is there something I could do to fix that a little bit? Yeah. And, and it, I think the biggest mistake people make is they ignore those li those little needs that are per percolating up in our soul, right? They like they ignore it. They try to push through it. They don't they don't honor it. When it's like you know, if you're tired, that's kind of normal. That's and a real thing. And feel free to abandon efficiency in mm -hmm. what you do. You can just yeah. abandon it. You're just I can do do this Jedi move, and you're just freed up of that. You don't need to be efficient. You're not your highest and best calling isn't to make money. Um, your, uh, your calling that we all have is to be like where our feet are, to be mm. with people and then to be with God if God is for you. Um, but if you're listening, you go like, that's such a foreign concept. I would say like to, if you feel a tug, to pull on that thread a little bit mm. and say, is this for real? Mm. Not as like self-help, but to say, is this something that I could see overseeing all of my life? Um, and for others that uh, have a faith and that's important to them, I would say is your, are your appearances of your faith more important than the actual uh, reality of your faith? Yeah. Um, so what we uh, need to do just is constantly reflect on that so it can appear 
that I'm one way, but if what's really going on is something different, then that's a great time to just take a breath, pump the mm -hmm. brakes a little bit, put in the clutch. <laughs> that might mean a, need a double clutch. Yeah, and you might just yeah. say, like, you know, put in the clutch and just get, get your feet under you again and yeah. then start. There's no yeah. shame in that. It's just like a ton of wisdom. Love that. Okay, so the second question I wanted to ask you is, as you look over the history of in the story of Bob Goff, uh, from Bobby Goff to, were you ever a Robert? Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when you're a lawyer, they called yeah. you Robert. I, yeah. But uh, yeah, what, what's it, as you look back kind of on your story, like what is the thing, and maybe maybe not just the positive thing, maybe I want to ask you like what, what was the thing maybe that was painful that shaped how you see the world and how you see people and maybe even how you see yourself. Maybe it's, uh, it comes in this, uh, recurring, th uh, theme of the, uh, fear of rejection hmm. that, uh, from the earliest, uh, times that I can remember that the worst thing you could do is make me feel like rejected. The kid mm. that didn't get picked, I was plenty tall, but I didn't get picked to play basketball yeah. or I was a friendly enough kid, I think, but I wasn't with the cool kids. I was this, but I, so I think there's many of us. So that memory, <clears throat> that, like just those two memories, like where does that go? Is that elementary, junior high? Like where do you become aware of that? Oh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. telling you, like you, I could start, I could take you from six to 60 on that, Interesting, um, but it's a recurring theme. And so what you need to do is to say, uh, is it really true? Hmm. Is that what's really happening here? Or am I misreading the room? Hmm. Am I misreading my life? Because I'm thinking I'm a little insecure Bobby Goff again. And there's not a place that I've had the chance to say something at that I didn't think before I went there two things. I have nothing to say and they're not going to, uh, they'll reject me. Isn't that crazy? Cur so this is current oh, this reality. Is right now, every single time, not one place I could go through the last 30 times I did something. I, I don't care how big or small the room is, though it'd be that I've got nothing to say and they will reject me. And what do you, I mean, you use the, <laughs> is that crazy? Use the word return address. What do you think the return address on that is? I you? think you, we, we get these things. I'm not smart enough to know why, but we get these things uh, carved like little grooves in our brain mm -hmm. about how you interact with the world. And the, uh, the belief is that ultimately um, that there'll come a point where people will turn their back. Mm -hmm. They'll turn away from you. And it comes from people uh, probably in each of our lives that didn't, uh, we're trying to figure out how to love well. And what they did uh, is that they either gave or withdrew love when they approved of what you're doing. They gave love. It was like they turned towards you. And when they wanted to communicate a disapproval for whatever you were doing, mm. they turned their back to you. Mm. And what I think I've learned is that the people that have uh, done some things that wouldn't be what they wanted, nor what anyone around them wanted, I've so enjoyed people that lean in towards you closer. They don't turn away. Yeah. And so um, instead of seeing people as turning away, to perceive those same people is leaning towards, that they may be identifying with the same thing. It's one of the things that you've brought out so well in your podcast, that, that God is leaning towards you in that, and that people 
can lean in and get vulnerable and real with their stuff. But that's a recurring thing for me. And what I need to do is literally just tell that to shut up. Mm -hmm. I'm just taking the microphone away to say that is not true in my life. And I'm going to walk out in the next two minutes uh, and I'm going to prove that that isn't true in my life. Well, there is no one like him. Bob, thank you for sharing and pouring into us your wisdom and your insights. Friends, I hope you've been encouraged to pursue your dreams, to get serious about your own life and the desires and the passions that you have, because they matter. Uh, They matter to me, they matter to Bob, and they matter to the world. And so I encourage you to let's get serious about it. This is such a great season, not to be discouraged or feel like we're behind, but to actually pursue the things uh, that are waiting for us. And so if you want to hear more from Bob, you can check out Bob. Number one, uh, his books are incredible, such easy reads, full of beautiful stories and insights for life. Uh, The New York York Times bestsellers, uh, Love Does and Everybody Always, are uh, those two books are available wherever books are sold. Also, uh, you know, we recorded this episode at his retreat called the Oaks Center, and you can learn more about that. Perhaps you uh, do retreats and host events. I really encourage you to check that out at oakscenter.com, O-A-K-S center.com. I'll see some photos and some renderings of their beautiful rooms and the facilities. You also go to bobgoff.com for the Dream Big Workshop registration. I have gone to the workshop. It's incredible. You got to make sure to go, especially if you're working on a dream or a project or want to release something in you this year. I encourage you to check out the Dream Big Workshop. If you have enjoyed this episode, and I'm sure you have, how could you not? Please share with your friends and followers. Just screenshot your phone right now, post it, or uh, share a link in your social media. Make sure to tag me in it so I can reshare it. Mike, my uh, on Instagram, I'm Mike Foster 2000, and on Twitter, I'm just Mike Foster. Friends, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget about the Brain Detox and the Guided Meditations Bundle, and the speaking events that are coming up. I hope to see you there at one of them. All this information is at mikefoster.tv. I want to say thanks to Sleeping at Last for the incredible, gorgeous music that is always a part of the Fun Therapy podcast. And remember, no matter what has happened in your story, that your setbacks can become your superpowers. And honesty is always the best policy. We'll see you next time on the Fun Therapy podcast.